Welcome, happy Christmas, happy new year, and welcome to the Aloha State. We're back <laughs> off the tips of back in action for 2024. And I'm AC, I'm sporting the only Hawaiian shirt I could find in my closet just as a tribute to the Gulf returning to Hawaii and just some of the, the floral crimes that were on display this week at the <laughs> Century. But before we rip into chatting a whole heap of dribble about the Gulf, I'll I'll throw over to you, mate. How were the holidays? White Christmas in London. Just talk me through what you've been up to. Yeah, uh, definitely not a white Christmas, just a cold and damp Christmas. Um, yeah, Christmas and New Year's Eve were massive. And in response to that, I've, I'm doing dry January. I had a good look at myself on the first. Obviously, here is a lot easier given the weather. So, yeah, I'm going to commit to that. I... I had some serious head noise after New Year's just because it was wet, damp, anxiety. Uh, it wasn't good. I, w- I was in a dark space last week, but I feel a lot better now. Just couldn't escape it. Just the, yeah. the voices. Some some serious homesickness really crept in as oh. well. It was just a it was a double whammy. How about well, you, mate? Well, mate, Christmas was good. I made a trip home to New Zealand, you know, uh, was in Nelson for Christmas, which is where my family live now. Lovely spot, Nelson, which which meant I could play a bit of golf with the lads who sometimes, you know, co-host the pod, the Zorab Twins. And I was there to experience some brilliant golf from David. I saw him equal the course record at Amberley Beach, which was just phenomenal stuff. And TZ was supposed to come on this afternoon, but I was still in New Zealand time and completely butchered it and told him, to be ready to go at 7.30 and and uh, it was actually 5.30 my time. So he will be on hopefully to break that down further next week and he's got a really good teeing off that he he really wanted to share with the listeners. He said, I need to tell this on the podcast. So keep your ears peeled for that. But, mate, apart from that, the holidays were good. Just back in – it was good to be back in Kiwi land, getting around it, seeing friends, family, and more importantly, just playing having a having a tractor to drive around in and play some golf good stuff did you how many how many rounds did you get in i got in two sets of nine and then i think i played maybe five rounds so i played a decent amount of golf uh it was really shaky to start you know uh, just really shaky i had the chipping yips for a couple of rounds which was i've never actually had them before but so that was pretty concerning. Well, but look, I, I came right. I came right towards the end and posted some decent scores that I was happy with. Made, you know, was was having looks at birdies pretty regularly, and you know, just managed to round it out by finally getting by getting the golf back to a level where I could sneak under eighty. Which you know, I'm, I'm a golfer of my caliber. I'm always pretty happy with that. Yeah, for sure. I I'm the same, mate. If I'm in the seventies, I'm I'm pretty happy. I'd I'd do anything to play some golf in NZ right now, mate. I I'm missing it now, and just seeing everyone out in the summer playing, nothing to worry about, just casual rounds. Oh, so good. Yeah, well, even being here in Australia, like it's 
I mean, it's more ac- accessible than it is in London and it's more affordable than it is in the UK. I think it's pretty universally known that go- playing golf in the UK is pretty expensive and Australia is fairly cheap comparably, but being back in New Zealand is even more outrageous. Like how you can just go play some unbelievable golf courses for 30, 40 bucks and 50 bucks maybe and just have the time of your life. It's all pretty casual, you know, like there's not, there are some places that you have the strict dress codes, etc. but most of the time you can wear your sports mm. shorts and whatever socks you bloody want and get out and get after it, which is, which I loved, you know, I've played some, I've been lucky enough to play some good golf courses in Australia that, uh, you know, they set high standards and when it comes to that sort of stuff and I, a golfer like me, I'm, I'm far more keen on getting out to courses like, what me and the twins played like Amberley Beach like unbelievable honesty box and you just wear what you want and the course is pristine we loved it it's, I, and we think it's going to feature in our course nuffies to to come I think we've got to get the boys on but enough about us mate just before we get into the century John Rahm jumped to live kind of as we were wrapping up the pod for the year we won't break it down every newsletter news outlet going around has broken it down at, at length so chances are if you're listening to us you're you're a golf fan and you're all over it I just want to know what your kind of initial thoughts were and maybe with a month or so to ponder on it what they are now if they've changed or if they haven't hmm. just disappointed really I think just the fan is we talk about it, the fan is just getting hurt so much at the moment it's not it's not an exciting enough sport to have the the stars separated you've got to have them all in one spot and I think and just I, I'm disappointed with Ram I think he's really just been a hypocrite um, when you look go back and go through his quotes I, I don't think it was a great look I think just the whole oh it actually made me feel sick seeing him in that letterman jacket saying <laughs> he's going the game like, come on man I can't believe he chose those words. <laughs> I, and then he's on strict media instructions not to say anything at the moment. Like I, I feel like Liv just buys buys you, you know? And, yeah. And with that, you just become a bit of a, I don't know, like a bit of a guinea pig. I, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of just a dump. There's nothing too insightful there. But Yeah, uh, I'm kind of in the, in the same boat. Um, I agree that we need a start looking on merging merging being a you know big word of golf of 2023 but if the tour is here which you know like i thought but when we would be doing this podcast we might have a conclusion with the december 31 deadline but that's been pushed out to april so there'll be more unknown and like you said it's just it's the fans that get stabbed here isn't it it's you gotta you got a pretty average league with no history, pretty easy, pretty Mickey Mouse, and all these superstars are going there for max dollars. And then you've got this other, you know, tour that's been around for years and years that's full of history and tradition. And well, in my opinion, it's is the way golf should be, or well, professional golf should be yeah. played, and and has always been played. But yeah, Ram just absolutely yeah, he sold himself out, and he just proved that you know everyone everyone does have a price in the end doesn't he don't don't they so 
we'll, we'll, we'll leave, leave it at that. And you know, I think when, when updates one come other through. thing. Oh yeah, fire. I I think yeah. I I just think golf needs to stop trying to like be exciting. It's a very niche sport, and so I think if you want to grow the game, you've got to make it easier for kids to get into it. But I think it's got to be done through that. Like they're not going to watch live and but a kid's not going to watch live and be like, oh, you know, there's a shotgun start. I'm going to get into golf now. It's like it's yeah. it's got to lean into its history because that's I think that's you've got to look after the real hardcore golf fans. That's they don't care about the money. They want to see people play for legacy. Golf's built on tradition, and I think yeah, they actually have to go the other way and lean into it more. Try grow the game at the grassroots level. I don't think the pro game actually grows the game that much at all. Mate, I couldn't agree more. What the pro game makes up almost about one percent of the sport. Like mm. it's it's about what's happening at grassroots, and like you say, getting kids into the game, getting everyone into the game really just making it a sport that all people of all walks of life can actually go and enjoy which it traditionally hasn't been and it still isn't now and it but it is stepping towards that direction and you know that's if we're talking about growing the game that's where we need to focus our energy like you say because how many how many people actually watch golf that don't play it would be so small compared to other sports Mm. i don't know anyone that doesn't play that doesn't play golf that just flicks it on for some casual entertainment so yeah you've got to funnel them through and get them playing early really apart from maybe the majors that yeah exactly would be about it like no yeah. one's flicking on to watch i don't know the fries no. <laughs> out of even we might not <laughs> yeah um but mate the first event of the year this century chris kirk gets the job done uh it was a pretty routine performance and I can imagine it wasn't fantastic viewing hours for UAC and you know I caught a large chunk of the back nine today there were a lot of guys in contention um really only three that I thought could win after Jason Day made a pretty costly double on I believe it was 15 and then I thought it was it was a bit of a shootout between Spieth, Fagala and and eventual winner Chris Kirk and Spieth made his first bogey in about 66 holes to kind of not eject himself but make it really hard to take it to kind of three shots to run him down and you know say just couldn't kind of hang with him on the last few holes and yeah as I said before Chris Kirk just looked unbelievable for the opening round of the season and the last few winners of this event have gone on to win a major. So keep your yeah. eyes peeled for that. But six tour wins, Chris Kirk, when I was doing a bit of research for the pod, that surprised me slightly. Yeah, I would have, if someone had said to guess, I would have said three or four. Uh, a real win for the mules as well, given all that's going on. It's It just shows, though, that there's, there's still opportunities there. Like they, they act like they're getting screwed around, but there's players like him that, you know, you've got, ample opportunity to make a whole lot of money without bringing the crowds in for sure just on chris kirk like man real silky move and kind of has he's come back from some pretty tough times you know battling alcoholism and and depression he had to take a bit of leave from the tour in 2019 and you know he came back with that breakthrough win at the honda last year and 
won the PGA Tours Courage Award, whatever whatever that is. But <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be on his mantelpiece. But like all jokes aside, it's pretty impressive that he was able to you know come back from those those issues and really start like a second a second chapter of his career and he's just a solid performer pretty much year mm. in year out on tour yeah he's definitely upper tier mule <laughs> mule for for those that aren't listening is a a no laying up reference on you know kind of the the guys we'd kind of call twilight golfers that were on on previous pods just guys that you know aren't just battle away they keep the card they they don't really no one's tuning in to watch them so to speak yeah yeah, just like the they kind of float between fifty to one hundred twenty-five in the FedEx Cup. That's sort of a, a meal, but it's actually becoming quite mainstream. I saw um, Golf Digest use the term mule the other day. Oh yeah, it's it's trending. There's a lot of yeah those boys stuff tends to do, but it's a great description. It, it is. It, it is. Like, it's perfect. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, just a couple of guys I, I want to touch on. Uh, we we won't hover over the couple lure event for you know too long. I'm sure people want to hear the playoff holes and you know a bit of a bit of other content to kick off their working week. But Spieth looked good. He he rolled it well. He obviously loves it there. He's won there before. But geez, from what I saw, the putter I wouldn't say it's back, but it. It looked like it was trending in the right direction. He looked like he had that strut going on the green. So maybe maybe that's something to look out for for speed because it hasn't been all daisies and rainbows. Been, no, the putter's been really streaky. Mm. More bad than good. So uh, look out if he does. His ball striking actually statistically is way better than it looks eye test wise for yeah, the last few but... years. Saeed Thagala is a guy that I really enjoy watching golf, play golf. Like He played really nicely this week. One PGA Tour went to his name, obviously, in the full series. He looked, he looked really frustrated that he couldn't pull the trigger late. But, man, I, I love watching him play golf. I, I think he's one of those guys that has really benefited from the full swing series. Like His brand and his character have really... He's just a likable guy and a guy you want to see up the top of the leaderboards. He was sporting a pretty criminal floral hat, but, you know, you let that slide in the Aloha state. <laughs> he, that's such a good golf course for him. He'll be getting back there regularly uh, in the next few years because he he's so squirrely off the tee. It's just a, and he, he'll openly admit that he, doesn't know where it's going off the tee. And, but you can get away with it in Hawaii. That course, kind of just more of a second-shot golf course. They kind of compare it to Augusta. Uh, not like it's whacking it around in Hawaii, shooting 34 under or whatever it was. It's very different, but it, it, it does have similarities to Augusta. It's more the, the sloping fairways and, and stuff like yeah. that that's comparable. You don't really have to hit heaps of shapes at the plantation course, but it, no. it's just the uneven lies and ball above your feet sort of stuff is and below your feet is stuff you would also see at Augusta, which is probably why 
Spieth, in all honesty, has such a good record around here. Yeah. It kind of it kind of checks out. Um, look, I don't really have any other guys to to discuss. I've got golf, I've got one. golf wise, but yeah, if you do, just uh, Eric Cole. Um, just shouting him out, really. He he only was he was T fourteen, but rookie of the year, thirty seven starts, which is wild. Twenty uh, fourteen top twenty fives, two runners up. He's been a pro for fourteen years. And finally got to the PGA Tour. He's, he's won fifty mini tour events. Like just a real, a real journeyman. And credit to him to win oldest rookie of the year as well. Mm. Uh, just a, a good story. I think an underrated story of twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before you see him win. You can't knock on the door this many times, and you know it, it's finally going to fall over at some point. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Like he wears some pretty criminal trousers, but he does. On the whole, like it's just it's a true, a true, don't give up situation, isn't it? It is. It's as really... cheesy as that sounds. It is. <laughs> and just a real uh, grafter. Yeah, and I saw some content actually on the PGA Tour socials that his mother was also that was the LPGA Rookie of the Year and. I believe it was 73 or around that time. You know, I don't have it, have the hard evidence here, but man, yeah, that's wow. pretty rare when you, when you see that. But yeah, Eric Cole, man, yeah. What, what a player. And like you said, just a, a true journeyman that, you know, deserves a shout out on this esteemed publication. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just before we, we get into our other news and our, and our, and our other podcast and our playoff holes, just Max. Max Homer hit the longest drive recorded since the shot link era started in 2003, 477 yards. There's not much to say other than that's a bloody long way. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge hit. <laughs> and um, just Jason Day obviously has parted ways with Nike and he was wearing some pretty rogue kit this week like it was quite provocative he like he looked like he was kind of starting in the midst of a midlife crisis like baggy pants flat peaks like a couple of those patterns just were rude and i just think he kind of looked like a 90s rapper that kind of hasn't given up on the glory days (laughs) that's a good way to describe it yeah i couldn't believe it I think he's the first ambassador for that brand. So they're probably trying to make some headlines, eh? Just make a splash. Um, yeah. And then maybe it might tone down as the year goes on. So he's he's an actual mannequin. Like he's... Yeah. He's what they'd put He's on looking the as thin as one too. I thought yeah, he looked like he lost a lot, of, a lot yeah. of weight. Yeah, and a good finish yeah. for him too. Type of 10th. Great start to the year. But... um. Yeah. AC, anything to add on on Hawaii? We're in Hawaii again next week. I don't know if I'll sport my floral shirt for the pod next week. It's a bit sweaty in this absolute sauna of my it's uh, a bad studio. shirt too. <laughs> it's a bad, it's a it's a Willie the Waiter Hawaiian shirt. It's just it's definitely it a party shirt. Free with a box or something? No, no. I I got it for Christmas one year. I, to be fair. If you if you see me out and about with this on, chances are I'm tying one on. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> but mate, we'll just in other news again as the podcast wrapped up from the year, our favorite golfer, Angel Cabrera. <laughs> Got got an ankle bracelet slapped on and and said off you go you're out of the big house mate. Uh, how do you feel about that? Will we see him at Augusta this year? I reckon we will. And he probably contend. <laughs> he always <laughs> contends. <laughs> will he be Will he be more welcome at Augusta than Phil? He might be. <laughs> Hard to say. He's committed a few poor acts, so yeah. I I don't think. I hey, he's he might his... talk at he, he might talk at the champions dinner though. Yeah, he's done his time. Phil hasn't, mate. Phil's Phil's locked up for life. Um, <laughs> but just a couple of you know, I I I don't think Angel was in there for Christmas. But when you are in the big house in the in the pen, do you what do you think's on the menu for Christmas lunch? Good question, and that's completely thrown me. I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> I think turkey. I do think they'd get a little treat on Christmas. Yeah, it'd be dry. It'd be so <laughs> it would dry. Be. It There's would no be way you're catering. Too. Yeah, yeah. There's no way you're catering for a bunch of convicts and worried about the the, the moisture of your chook. But yeah. Also, do you yeah. reckon they they go around and um do secret Santa? I don't. I don't know how they're gonna source anything. Well. Like, it'd be, be a real arts and crafts situation, probably. <laughs> uh, I'd say unlikely. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say that's it's fairly unlikely. But you know, I just just thought I'd get your opinion on it. But yeah. look. the thing about me with prison is it's just formed by any TV show. So like <laughs> Longest Yard, Prison Break, The Green Mile, Shawshank Redemption. I don't. That's where I kind of my head goes to so yeah. yeah would you rather do i don't know do six months in a maximum security p- prison or a year in the front line at war that's a toughie uh i think war just because yeah. you you feel like you're doing something for your, your country oh i'm absolutely going the other way i'd be going to prison i would be no good in the front line. I was one, I once played paintball and was like, right, I'll go real stealth here, like see like how I'll go if we all get sent to world. It was around that time where World War Three was getting talked about. And I was like, well, if I get sent out into the front line, like I, I need, this can be my, a little bit of practice, a little trial run, see how I go. So I was like stealthing through the bushes, out the back of Talpo there, like back up against a tree. And I've gone around to take my first shot and just got peeled between the eyes. Mate, that'd be my war over. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. So at least... Yeah, I'd be, sh- I'd be shit too. But I also don't so think least... I'd survive yeah. in prison. Yeah, you know, I... that's that's also very fair. But, you know, you can, you can kind of keep to yourself, I guess. Like, look, mate, I, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no, nah, I'm going to go prison too. I, <laughs> yeah. I'll be dead in seconds. But... The... <laughs> But again, it's just based on films. I have no idea what an actual prison would be like, to be honest. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's gonna be worse. Like yeah. I'm gonna say that shit goes on, but worse. Yeah, I'd say so too. Yeah. Now, this is not a, 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 this, 
This is not our expertise. Yeah, right. Right, AC. Into the into the fan favourite part of the show. We'll we'll hit him. We'll tee off for our first playoff hole of the year. So, mate, we had TZ penciled in to come in, so that's looking like it's going to be next week. But AC, should we kick off with some predictions, or do you want to get straight into teeing off? Uh, let's go teeing off. I don't actually have one, but I want to hear yours. Well, mate, just bear with me, listeners, because I'm going to get the notes up on my blower because, as you know, lads and lasses, I've I've spent a bit of time in the airport the last kind of couple of weeks, and as we have discussed at length on this podcast, it brings out the the worst in people, but I thought my holiday was off to a good start where when everyone lining up to get on my plane. So you know how when you're waiting in the, in your gate AC and then the gate's not even open, like not even close to being open. The, and you have those people that are just hot and heavy, just lining up. Like you still got 40 minutes before you, that gate opens and I'm a big candidate of almost waiting until the final call and you just walk straight on. It's, it's like, it's a no brainer for me, but the, the best thing ever happened. So all the early liners got, they are, they've been waiting in line for about 40 minutes and then, oh yeah, we're, we're changing, we're changing the gate and, <laughs> and the, the gate opens, <laughs> the, the gate opens straight away and all these other punters just got on first. So oh, that good that was rhythm. a good. That's not really a tee. The teeing off's coming, guys. Yeah, but um, anyway, people scrambling for the carry on is a slight tee off for me. Like that is just just hold fire. That falls into the early standing category. But I had a poor experience on the flight home. So I'm sitting next to this couple. I'd say their fifties, sixties. Not from New Zealand, so I think there was a language barrier there, and or not, or New Zealand or Australia flying into Sydney. And as I'm sitting down, I don't even have my headphones on yet, and this the guy is just watching reels on full noise without headphones on, and I was like, God, oh, no, this is going to be a long flight. While his wife was chewing and spitting blueberries into the into the spew bag oh. <laughs> with, with her oh. with her shoes and socks off. I was like, oh my God. But <laughs> so anyway, I was like, uh, put my headphones in. It's kind of, I was on the aisle seats, leaned over towards the aisle and, you know, just minded my own business for a couple of hours. They were pretty rude to the, the staff. I, I don't know if that was because there was a bit of a language barrier or not, but I not didn't see a whole heap of please and thank yous when you when, when stuff was coming out. But and this is this is what I'm telling off about because I was in just, just shock when this happened. So we land. We've we're stuck on the runway for half an hour because we couldn't get one of those you know the the tubey things that connect the tubey things that connect to the yeah I know, I know what you're talking yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the terminology, listeners, but anyway. And I was kind of like, you know what, fuck these guys. Like, they've got early standards written all over them. It might as well be tattooed on their forehead. That's just, 
you know, the sort of humans they looked like. But I was like, no, nah, I'm I'm not really standard, as the listeners know. I so I was sitting there for a while. It was packed in the aisle. People getting carry on, and it slightly started to move and then halted. And this bloke from the window seat just like crawls over me to get into the <laughs> oh, no. get in, and he just carry on. And then his wife proceeded to follow. And I was like, I was like, I can't believe it. And it wasn't like a, can I sneak out? It was like a full on, like, like a rabid kind of escaped puppy, just hands on knees. Just, I was like, what is happening here? And, I'm just tearing off on that sort of behaviour. I couldn't believe it. I, I know this is going to be a one-off. This will never happen to me again, but I was absolutely fuming. I was, it was 7 o'clock Sydney time when I landed. I'd had about two hours sleep. I was filthy. That is outrageous. I don't <laughs> I really know what to say other than that. That's, that's just mental behaviour. Yeah, I think he... I hate to throw... I hate to, you know, make assumptions, but probably had a bit of... A few screws loose, the big fella. Just oh, they must. Have. Oh, and and to add to that, he was burping out loud the whole trip, and I could I could smell his Air New Zealand fruit salad that was served for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's oh. oh, I nearly left that out. Damn, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. There's just so many bad things too like you you ended up teeing off on the crawling over you but geez, some of the behavior before and after that is yeah it's just as bad yeah i was teeing off on all the behavior actually it's just it was frankly unacceptable but when i got, <laughs> when I got long haul if that was long haul oh man I, I don't even know you might have had to go talk to i would have i'd say and see is there any seat i would have had to proceed to um, watch a YouTube tutorial on um, jujitsu and just take the bloke out into the aisle. Yeah, fair. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's tough. Was... I, I I feel for you. That's I haven't heard a worse behavior. Anyway, mate, do, do you have anything? To, you said you don't have anything to tee off. No tough. Not scenes. really. Nah. The one thing, like just on airports, is when the thing that bars me up is when people don't have their stuff organized when you're about to go through security. So like I now you don't have to do it as much, but like when people wouldn't have their laptop out, I'm like, you know, yeah. this is coming and you're just yeah. holding everyone up or like their pockets just full of stuff. Mm. Just do that while you're waiting. Yeah. That's the only thing really for me. Lots of people traveling in hiking boots. I think there was four and that's probably four too many. It's like, because. But do you, you think just, these people might only have hiking boots? Maybe here on like a, they they would obviously they might be tramping or something. Yeah, yeah. and tra- tramps. But like, if you have the option, I wouldn't do it because you always have to take your shoes off. Just admin and undoing hiking boots laces. No thanks. Oh, tough. Yeah. Like, anyway, do you have any New Year's resolutions before we do some predictions? Just a little bit of a question without notice. Yeah, I do. I normally do quite a few. Whether they get achieved or not, hang on. I need to. I'll bring a few up. I'm not going to share all of them, but I always do a few rogue ones. Like, so last year I think I did twelve. Read twelve books, and I did four. So I've I've done six this year, and then 
just the usual fitness ones. I want to oh, go to 10 new countries. Um, That's a good one. Watch 20 new movies. I've already watched two new movies this year, so decent start. Yeah, basically that's that's really it. Play twenty new golf courses. There's another one. Oh, that's um, good. And then yeah, just the the fitness ones really. What about you? Yeah, classic. Some classic fitness ones. You know, I'm getting rid of these mud guts that I've developed. That's it's not really that's not really a New Year's resolution. That's a a fucking non-negotiable. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> got to get myself in some respectable condition. And then, yeah. um, my only New Year's resolution was. You know when you're a young bloke and you just accept everyone's friend requests on Facebook? Yeah. So I've got like a disgraceful amount of friends on Facebook. And so every day, whoever's, you know how you get the notifications on birthdays? Yeah. If I if I haven't talked to those people in the last year, they're getting deleted. So I'm going to do That's that. That's a good yeah. idea. Just decluttering. Decluttering my life. Simplifying it. But yeah, that's that's about it. I should have said a book one as well. Well, it's not too late, I guess. And no, you got maybe, plenty of time. May, oh, and just to become a an affiliated member at a golf club again. That's no, that's good. I definitely think you need to get a membership and get out yeah, there a bit more if you can. I do, and and maybe get myself a wagon. Oh yes. Yeah. You think I mean, it's I, time? Eyes are peeled at the moment. Okay. So that's. It's high on my agenda, but look, mate. Any predictions? Look, this is probably the one part of the pod that I that completely slipped my mind. But do you? I have a prediction for you off the top of my head. But do you? Do you have any pencil penciled in over there? Yeah, a, a few. I maybe. I, I think Colin Morikawa was in for a big year. I'm I'm picking at least one win, but two or three. A good, very good chance. Uh think jt will bounce back i don't think he'll be jt jt but i think he'll win an event this year i know it's easy to say and we probably say this every year but i do think given the last two years how distracting it would have been i think rory's gonna have a big year i'm going three wins uh whether it's a big year every year yeah that would be a big year but I don't know. I love chip on the shoulder, Rory. I think he's that's the best Rory. And, yeah, he just doesn't have that distraction this year. And I think we'll see. I don't know. I, I think the PGA Tour could be tough viewing this year. Though. Oh, I couldn't agree more. It could more. be pretty bleak. It's going to be hard breaking down events week after week when you just can't bring yourself to tune into them. But, <laughs> yeah, look, mate, I just had one prediction. Uh, I predicted it in the predicted predicted it in the the magazine in Jan I think I think Roseanne will win a major this year I'm okay. I'm really bullish on that like I, that's not exactly putting my neck out but you gotta remember she's only she's barely 21 and played a handful of pro events even though the hype around her is real I just I just think that man she's gonna she's gonna peel one off and hopefully it's a big one I'm not copying the yeah, EVN. I, I, yeah, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> I, to be fair, none of us have stuck our necks out here, have we? I think what we'll do is we'll put out some predictions again, like we did last year on socials. Once we've yeah. had a little bit more time to think about them, I think we sh- we should go pretty bold. The other one, I think, I think Dan Hillier will finish top ten 
DP tool. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Because if he tidies up his chipping, and you've also got the people that are going to go to the PJ Tour, I think it's just natural that he natural that he'll just go up that order if, and mm. i think he's just going to continue to improve so that's i think he'll have a pga tour card by the Mate, end of 2024 i hope you're i hope you're right and you know this foxy any thoughts around him just i just want him to contend at one of the big four events yeah maybe cement himself cool. some some signature events just you know, be competing against the best because mate, he is one of the best now. He mm, he needs yeah. to go out there and, you know, contend regularly against guys like that. But AC, do you have anything to add to close the podcast? No, not really. Just if you're listening, please send in any suggestions you have that you want to see more of in 2024. We need to get better at doing course nuffies again. Uh, that really fell off the wagon a little bit uh, mm. between me being just lining up time zones once a week's hard enough. And, but we need to be better at that. I feel let's, yeah. let's try to smash a few out. Monty and I are going to do an Island pod. And also, yeah, we'll try to get, we've got a few interviews lined up too. So yeah. we, we need to, try to do a bit more of that uh just to kind of add and i think this year we'll probably do less breaking down events unless they're noteworthy it's yeah, probably we'll, the plan we'll kind of attack. Just brush over them like we like we have today although we we had a bit of rust a bit of rust first pod back but yeah of like ac says we've got some interviews lined up that i'll do and the core stuff will take back off as as he said him and monty will get their overseas stuff done and i i'm going to break down a bit of a hidden gem with the zorabs and maybe their home club and they seem and tz seem really keen to do arrowtown which maybe we can we we're having a bit of a podcast meeting here at the the end of the pod maybe we can all get involved <laughs> for that one ac because we've all played it but yeah look mate, of a track appreciate your time enjoy your day at work and and I'm guessing grey London. and Yeah, mate, I'm looking this out my window right now and, yeah, I can't see any sun. Enjoy what light you have, but cheers for tuning in, guys. And, hey, have a have a good start to your year and we'll catch you next week. Cheers, mate. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home.